recorded. You are welcome to Sport Analysis Network Football, Sport Analysis Network Nigeria Football. I'm your hand called Abdelhamid Abdelkarim. You can also call me Football Jurist. This, this episode promises to be a fascinating one as we shall be taking a look at the latest news making runs in the Nigerian Professional Football League, starting from the field between Rangers FC and, of course, Eniba. I mean, a field we stand from. Yes, the incident that happened between both sides in the 2020-2021 football season. We shall also be discussing about shooting stars, decision to sack 17 of their players. We shall be doing a preview of some key games that shall be going down during this week in March the 18th of the Nigerian Professional Football League. Yes, on the show today also, we shall also be discussing Austin Iguavon's decision, intention to recall Victor Moses back to the Super Eagles. And of course, Basibius, Assistant to show others contract renewal with Barcelona Feminine. And finally, we shall be paying tribute, we shall be paying a tribute to the veteran, the late veteran journalist Fabio Lanikekun, and of course, former Super Eagles midfielder Justice Christopher Omi Bootlaws during the course of the week. I shall not be working alone on the show. I have with me Amza Halasa, our regular analyst, and of course, Franklin Olisameka, who is staging a return. Guys, without wasting much time, let's start with the field involving. Rangers FC, and of course, the uh, and Heimbat. Yes, in a letter issued by, by the legal, uh, legal counsel, yes, the head legal unit Rangers Management Corporation, as, st- as stated on the letter, which was issued to the general manager of Heimbat FC, Abia State, titled Spurious Malayani and Disparaging of the Pristine Integrity of Rangers International FC by your club. Our attention has been drawn to the publications on social media and other media attributed to your club in the said publication. It purported that in the 2020-2021 football season, that one referee at the BNK Cordry gave Rangers International Football Club cheap victory against your club by issuing two penalties with team in our home match against your club. Yes, going on in the letter, uh, Rangers letter said, Eba FC, uh, yes, appealed. To the, to the Nigerian Referee Association who authenticated the penalties who have been rightly given. Amza, why are we having this issue once again? This incident transpired last season. Why is why has this come to the fore again this season? This thing had happened last week. The match had been won and lost. Aimba won. Rangers International won the match by two goals to nothing. I don't know why Aimba bring up and even in Nigeria referees association when a formal complaint was lodged they reviewed the match and they said the two calls for penalty very very correct it is inexplicable that um Aimba football club of Aba is bringing this back it happened last season we have moved on the season has ended nothing practically will be done I urge Rangers International Club of um, Aimba Football Club of Aba to let sleeping dogs lie. Let's move on. There's nothing practical that will come out of this. This same referee has officiated matches which Aimba had won last season and this season. So there's no big deal in this. Aimba Football Club of Aba is a club that is known. It has reputation and it has a lot of history behind it. Let's move on. There's no need for this. And I also urge Rangers to accept any apologies that would come from Rangers International Football Club of Aba. Let's focus on the season and let's move on. I mean, uh, talking about Eniba FC, I mean, Franklin, uh, is Eniba trying to divert yeah. attention from their uh, very, uh, very average season 
a season which has seen them win just seven games out of 17 games? Definitely not. We are talking about Inyumba. Inyumba, yeah. We are not talking about one pathetic team like that. I feel like they are trying to send a message. Maybe they feel like so, uh, the body is very corrupt and they are trying to point out one particular decision from the body. Saying that the two penalties were authentic penalties when they complain to the board. It might be something they want to show to the whole world that, that there is something corrupt going on. And we can't just uh, make this thing be about anybody being a pathetic team. And uh, maybe they're trying to send the message. And what we should do right now is trying to watch how it goes and try to see more information anybody can provide right now because we don't really have much inside info as what happened. Anybody, people that are in the league, they know how these people operate. And probably they, there is something more that they have. Hopefully they have enough evidence. But if they don't have enough evidence, this will be a tough situation for them. But if they have a lot, enough evidence, we are going to see what they have. But maybe they are also trying to call out the board to the whole world so that we can see what exactly is happening right there. So we just have to keep watching and see. I mean, Amza, don't, I mean, don't you think with this statement, with this, don't you think the League Management Committee should also take action? Not only are they trying to disparage the integrity of Rangers FC of Enugu, but then the integrity of the league. Exactly, Abdul Hamid. Though, interestingly, we've not heard in the letter issued by Rangers International to AIMBA by their own um, legal department or um, legal representative, they copied the league management company. We wait to see the response of the league management company. But thus far from why, where I see it, I think would have been laid to rest, considering the fact that it happened last season and premised on two reasons. Number one, the NRA, the Nigerian Referees Association, reviewed the match and they said the penalties were good calls. Why AIMBA made so much of it between then and now is a very long time. I agree that things like this, like you lawyers will say, it's not statute bad, but at the same time, the long time, the lacuna would have given reasons to say, oh, why is AIMBA just coming up with it now, Adol Hamid? All right, I mean, let's move. Ah, we can only hope that this is put in the bin as soon as possible. Because, I mean, there are a lot of other things going on in the league at the moment that we should be discussing about and not this uh, infinitesimal, infinitesimal matter as far as I'm concerned. Yes, let's talk about the shooting stars of Ibadan, who have decided to let go 17 of their players. 17 games into a new season. Amza, I mean, what is professional about this? I mean, why let go? We're not even in the transfer period. Why let go of this crop of players, this number of players midway into a campaign? What is, is there anything professional about this? Abdul Hamid, um, shooting stars, uh, for me, considering um, the point that um, shooting stars is a very, very old club, is a, is a well-established club in the Nigerian professional football league. And when you go Africa, Eimba had, I'm sorry, 3FC had also done Nigeria proud. This is not the first time um, the league management company is calling um, 3FC's attention to some of the things they have done that are not consistent with the extant provisions governing the um, NPFL. Abdul Hamid, you recall that um, some few weeks back, like two weeks back, the league management company of Nigeria reprimanded, if I will use that word, reprimanded 3FC for appointing a sole administrator for the club. 
And this runs contrary or foul of provisions of Article 12 of the, uh, sorry, of some of the rules, the NPFL, they appointed a sole administrator. What that means is all the responsibility, the running and everything of the club will be vested in just one single individual. This is not consistent with the provisions of the um, NPFL, the um, 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 rules running the NPFL. At that point, the league management company of, of Nigeria called Tracy's attention to it. That's group number one. Then Yeah, I'm sorry, still there. In a matter of this, why had I Yeah, you may proceed, you may proceed. Now I can hear you clearly. Okay, exactly. Yes, I don't understand what is happening to this big and old club. You understand that has one of the best supportership base in the NPFL. You understand, Abdul Hamid, while on earth that would 17 players be sacked in one fell soup and taking Cognizance of the fact you have some of their established players, some of their known players, and Charles Fabe, um, Anas Muhammad, Wasu Alalade, and the whole, oh, a whole uh, a lot of them being sat in with 3SC, the management of 3SC Football Club. Take that away from their poor performance on the field of play, having not won a match in their last five, placing just uh, how many points against relegation. Something needs to be done. By the number one supporter of the all right yeah, yes um, um franklin i mean before the network uh did <laughs> uh did those bad I mean, you, you uh hamza was saying that he was that he is hoping that the number one fan of the club uh governor shihi makibi does the necessary thing to correct these abnormalities going on in the team as shooting stars become a grant of illegalities, Franklin. Well, speaking, speaking about this particular situation, I'm not even going to be, I might not speak much about shooting stars. I'm, I'm going to be talking about the league because if you are conversant with the Nigeria Professional Premier League, you will know that a lot of things are just going on in the league that where something happens, when a big news happens, you just want to look at it from the bigger picture, not just uh, this current situation. Why, how can we solve it and all that? We need to look at what led to this situation. And we know what would have led to this situation is the issue of finance. Maybe the club obviously would have cut 17 players because they don't have money to be paying their salaries. And why do, why do a club that don't have money to pay the salary of the players they sign at the beginning of the season still be in the league? Why? Because the league is not attractive anymore. The league is very attractive. There is nothing there. It's just simply give this club a very big sanction. Probably like we got like 12, 15 points from them. And obviously have another team ready to or take their position. But the so no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If this thing happens in English Premier League, we know we're not discussing about this right now. The club would have been sanctioned right now. But the Nigeria Professional Premier League can't even be attempting street sanctions like this because they know that many clubs will suffer. And I know that the league is not attractive, attractive for uh, these uh, investors. And investors will not be happy if their clubs are getting sanctioned for making tough decisions like this. The league is not attractive as we, as, as we are pretending it is. Let's not be shouting at shooting stars at the moment. We need to make sure, we need to be thinking about what can be done to make this league attractive. If the league is not attractive, 
situations like this will always come up. If he's not cutting players, it will be other situations that are really there. And players not really receiving their salaries and, and the league is not doing anything about it. But, 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 this but, is very Franklin, bad. And we just need to be talking about how can we improve the league. Franklin, sources from the club are saying they are not, this not doing this not being done due to the financial implication it's having in the club, but just to salvage their they are not to salvage their season. I mean the, the club uh, barely sits above the relegation zone at the moment, and they, they deem the something players that they've sacked, they deem them, they deem them not good enough. They, who, who, who have you think that this is the right thing to say? Okay, okay, we are watching the huge Premier League right now. How bad is Norwich? Did they cost 17 players so that they will sign other 17 players because so that they want to uh, gain promotion? The only reason they are cutting 17 players because major is finance. I'm telling you this. There is no way you are cutting 17 players because you think you want to make the league. If you want to improve in the league, just sign two or three players that will help you better. I'm sure you don't have pipe fooling the whole 17 players. These whole 17 players, like I talked about in the group before, these whole 17 players, next season we'll see them playing for that Premier League teams. If they are very bad, how are they getting contracts? These 17 players are not as bad as we think. I'm definitely sure they are going to sign these 17 players next season. And it's because they are not that very bad. The only reason they are cutting them is because they don't have enough money yeah, to have I mean, players that they feel are not useful to their team. All right, Amza, talking about contract. I mean, do these players even have contracts to begin with? Because it amazes me. I mean, <laughs> how many months into the season are you letting go of something players? Do these players even have a contract to begin with? Okay, quickly, Abdul Hamid, let me just touch on what you discussed before now. Um, let's um, always stay with what is the fact um, and then not um, imagine that um, is this. The statement from the club initially before they retracted the statement was having reviewed the performances of those players, they sacked the players, though in sharp contravention of the extant rules governing the NPFL, and you can directly relate that to their performance. Shooting stars' performance thus far this season has been so abysmal. Considering the razzmatazz that heralded their opening of the Lake Consalami, the newly republished Lake Consalami Stadium, everybody or the team would have thought, the management and the owners of the team would have thought that shooting stars would be blazing the trail now, flying high, so you can clearly relate that to the sack of 17 players. No doubt, the sacking of the 17 players is very, very wrong, and LMC had pointed that out, and, and shooting stars had retracted. Now, going back to the issue of contracts, we know they have... So, Amza, I mean, I couldn't hear your point clearly. I mean, would you please restate your point? Okay, my, my point is um, the contracts. One of the problems we, we see with these uh, players and the NPFL clubs is that the players most times sign just one-year contract. That's one point. Another point is most times the conditions, the terms and conditions of this contract are not known to members of the public. Yes, you might want to say they are not very, they are not, it, there's no obligation to make the terms and contract known to members of the public. Then a whole lot needs to be done. I think if there's no provision and if it's not done, then when contracts are signed between clubs and players, those, the terms and conditions should be clearly, clearly stated and same should be submitted to the LMC if that is not being done. And if there's a provision for it in the, in the laws, then it should be strictly enforced, Abdul Hamid. All right, I mean, let me, Franklin, I mean, where do you stand on all these? I feel like this discussion is actually good for us, speaking as law students and, and as lawyers. And you feel like if 17 players' contracts were terminated, 
what are they doing about it? They are not complaining. This is not the first time it has happened. Many players' contracts have been terminated and they didn't do anything about it. We didn't see them uh, swing in any course or anything. Why their contracts were terminated? Why? Because obviously, or probably because the club did not breach any part of the terms of the contract. And if you're not saying the club did not breach terms of the contract, you're not saying what kind of contract did they sign? They probably signed contracts that part of the term would have been that their contracts can be terminated based on their performances, even if it is in their first team, which is a very pathetic contract to sign as a player. Nobody signs this kind of contract in English Premier League. Nobody signs this kind of contract in any known league in the world. Because any player can have a bad performance for a season now. You don't expect that you're, you're, you can lose your job just because you messed up for a season or so. The terms of the contracts are very bad. And I don't know, these things are, are just bigger than football. These things are just bigger than football because if, if you don't sign these contracts, you're going to start considering where, where am I going to play? And you know there are many good players in Nigeria, let's not lie. I don't even have jobs at all. And many players are ready to just sign, even if it's for two months, three months, and all that. So it, it, the situation just runs deep. It just runs as far as how bad the standard of living in the country is. And many players are just ready to sign very bad contracts right now just to get jobs. I don't even know. This, this discussion is something that we are going to continue talking about. Even next, if we are still on this podcast, we'll still be talking about how players are badly treated and the types of bad contracts that players sign just to make sure that they play in the league or make sure that they have jobs that can actually uh, have hope of paying their money or so. It's just much bigger than the years of the contract they sign or all that. Because even if you sign five years and you put in the terms of the contract that it can be terminated at any time, we'll still see them cost half of the season and all that. Well, I don't know. It's just very big. But the NMC have to do a lot to make the league very attractive for investors. They need Investors need to actually believe in these players and give them good contracts. So that they can play. But right. if the investors are not getting they really invest, it's just very big discussion, actually. Guys, let's move. Yes, let's discuss some key games that shall be going on in March the 18th of the Nigerian Professional Football League. Let's start from the biggest one that shall be going down in ABBA between Ahiba FC and of course uh Plateau United. Ahiba have just won one game in their last five games. Why Plateau United? A home beating in the last five. I mean, Amza, I mean, what should you be expecting from this intelligent encounter? Uh, okay, since Amza, Amza is not with us at the moment, uh, Franklin, what should you be expecting between second place Plateau United and uh, eighth place Imba FC? Oh, Abdulhamid, okay. sorry, I don't. I forgot I was on mute. I right. forgot I was on mute. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Abdulhamid, um, Ayimba would want to put everything into this match, smarting from their abysmal run in their last five, like you pointed out. They've not won, uh, they've not done very well in their last match. And considering their pathetic position on the league table, yes, pathetic, quote unquote, because it seems like Ayimba should be up there. You know how I have stated this before. Aimba, the Aimba team this season do not have players that are well-known. If you take away the likes of John Noble, a Super Eagles player, the likes of um, Austin Odaldakpo, and um, okay, Tosinomayeli left in very unclear circumstances. There's no really good player in Aimba Football Club of Aba. Good player in the sense that, that he's well-known compared to those days where he used to have regular starters and regular players, well-known players on the lips of the average Nigeria NPFL follower in Aimba. Now, straight to the match, Aimba Football Club of Aga, Aba, I must point out, one of the highest defeats they have suffered in the NPFL is under with um, from this suffer, uh, same Plateau United Football Club of 
just where they lost scandalously in the year 2020 in just by four goals to nothing. And coach George Finidi want to prove a point. But Plateau United, who had not lost in their last five in the process, had won four and drawn one just against Bombay United in Pantami. This match is going to be a very good match. And we'll go to see an entertaining match at the end of the day. My take for this match is going to be a draw and hopefully a score draw, maybe a 1 1 or a 2 2 at the end of 90 minutes of hostilities. At All right. Thanks, Hamza. All right. Another interesting encounter. We do want to show be going down uh, between our uh, shooting stars or Aqua United, the former tabletop part, and of course, uh, Franklin's team, Enugu Rangers. I mean, uh, I'm <laughs> Franklin, Aqua United have won three of their last five games. Well, Rangers FC, who sit fourth, have just won just only two. I mean, are you confident going to this encounter against the defending champions? Uh, it seems Franklin is not confident. Yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, definitely, I can't be very comfortable going away for our injuries as well. Any stay is still one of the best teams. Uh, they are still the second best team in the league you know, on away fixtures. Uh, and this kind of game for a team that we still believe can still make the Continentals. They are, they, I'm definitely going to hope that they can secure at least one point in this game against Aqua United. But, but uh, let's be realistic here. Yeah. I don't think any Rangers are getting any points at all from this game. I, I, I've not felt confident about them recently. They have dropped some points, which I did not expect them to drop. And I feel like they are going to drop points here. Points, not even points. They are going to drop points here and they are going to lose this game. It's a pity. I wish I can say better. <laughs> all right. In order, yes, in order for shots, not yet on those between host Roman Stars. Aqua United in Ilorin will be facing uh, Atlant FC, Nassau United, MFM. Lobby Stars will be locking horns with Abia Warriors. Abia Warriors. Atlant United will be having daggers drawn against Wikitorist. Social Stars who at the Jebo Ode will be playing host to Dakada FC. Gombe United will be playing host to Tabletopers, Rivers United. Why shooting stars in Ibadan? We will be welcoming Kano Peters. Uh, let's quickly move. Let's talk about uh, the Super Eagles of Nigeria. Yes, let's talk about, yes, yes, earlier in the week, we saw the news that Austin Iguavon has the intention to recall Victor Moses back to the Super Eagles. And this has been the question that, Franklin, does the Super Eagles need Victor Moses at the moment, considering the plethora of resources we've got at hand? The only, the, only, the only reason, the only reason why this is a discussion right now is because Victor Moses said he has retired from the national team. But if he never retired, would this be a discussion? Because I don't know if you are going to pick between Victor Moses and Musa, who is making the national team every every call up. And I'm sure many Nigerians are going to go with Victor Moses because recently we have not really seen much from the Musa we are talking about. Victor Moses still plays Europa League and uh, the Conference League which is at least much better than what Musa is playing right now. There are many spots for Victor Moses in that team. The reason why this is a discussion is because he has said he has retired, but if it was still moving like he never retired, he, Victor Moses being caught in the national team is still a value. Victor Moses played for uh, uh, Inter Milan last two, 
like when was the last time you played for a good team? Maybe like 10 years ago or so. So <laughs> I, I don't even think this is a, a discussion. The reason we need to be talking right now, do we trust the coach? If we trust the coach, it's normal for him to call players like this. If he believes they will change the team. Hmm. I mean, Hamza, I mean, the only, very quickly, Hamza, I mean, my only concern is that why do we keep going cap in hand to beg players that are, that voluntarily um, retired from the team? Uh, uh, I mean, my position on this is nothing is cast in stone. We take decisions, we go back on the decisions. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yes, Victor Moses uh, voluntarily retired from the team 2023 after playing from 2012 to 2018 years. But at the same time, if he's willing to come back, let him come back. And um, there's no law. You know, I like talking about rules, articles, and laws. If there's no rule, if there's no law, if there's no law stopping him from coming back, then let him come back, Abdul Hamid. And so right. it, once the play, the coach feels that and he has a role to play, let him come back and play, and he will create more Yes, we create more competition in the team, according to Hamza. Yes, uh, let's talk about Aziza Toshola, who is doing fantastically well for Barcelona Femini. In fact, he is Barcelona's uh, Femini top scorer this season. And his con a contract has just renewed for another two years. That is a very good news for uh, for the Super Falcons keeper, Franklin. Definitely, definitely, I feel like. Yes, we proceed. Definitely, I feel like the news is a big news for Assistant Toshola because this Barcelona. Definitely, I feel like this is a big news for Assistant Toshola because this Barcelona team we are talking about right now is the best team in the world. It's no more Lyon or PSG or maybe Arsenal. This Barcelona team is the number one team in the world and they are resigning you again for after playing for them for two or three seasons already, which means they really believe in what you can give. Even though was is just two years, but we need to also look generally at the kind of contract that female footballers get in their different clubs. It's mostly most times it's not up to three or four. It's around these two years or three. So I feel like it's not a very bad deal for them. Mm. It's not a very bad deal for any of the two teams. They should continue to play. At least it's good for Sister Toshola to change whenever the situation is tough for him. All right, in the Premier. Uh, Yes, in the Premier Division, this season, which is the best, yes, which is the female, uh, the female league in Spain, she has scored 19 goals and has three, and she has recorded three assists in just 16 games for Barcelona Femini. Yes, guys, let's quickly round up the show. Yes, by paying tribute to former Super Eagles midfielder Justice Christopher, who passed on during the course of the week. I mean, Amza. You must have seen him play at the 2022, 2002 World Cup. I'm sure Franklin must have been too young then <laughs> to see him play. Yeah, over to you. Yeah, I saw Justice Christopher play. Oh, uh, uh, coach. Um, Festus Onigbide in that World Cup in 2002, Japan, Korea. He played against Argentina in the first match, played against Sweden in the second match, and played against England in the third match. Uh, it's pathetic. He was 40 years old when he slumped and died in his hotel in George. Justice Christopher made a return to the NPFL in 2012 after he has um, traveled as far as Belgium 
and some other countries to play his professional football. He got his first call up to the Super Eagles when he played, when um, the late coach Amadou Shaibu invited him to the Super Eagles uh, alongside other two home-based players in the persons of... Thanks very much, Zahamza. We have run out of time. I'm sorry to call I'm sorry to call this short. Yes, we also pray to you to find your learning for your community. When he played... He's a member of the Sport Writers Association of Nigeria. Is where we shall be doing the courtesy on the show. Do not forget that we shall return on Monday for the review show. You can join us on social media. It's Twitter and it's Twitter at San. On Facebook, Sports Analysis Network is the name. And on Instagram, Sports Analysis Network is the name. Au revoir. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?